0: one and all in here, out there, all around the world on Ship to Shore Radio. Welcome to the Late Show. I'm your host Stephen Colbert. We are how many? It's it's how many weeks now? 5. We're 5 weeks into Russia's unlawful and brutal invasion of Ukraine and Russia still cannot overcome Ukraine's fierce resistance. Also, Russia's basic incompetence THEIR GROUND FORCES ARE, AND I DON'T WANT TO GET TOO TECHNICAL HERE, A BUCKET OF HOT (laughs) DOO-DOO. AND NOW, EVIDENTLY, THEY'RE ALSO RUNNING LOW ON EQUIPMENT, INCLUDING BASIC THINGS LIKE CAMOUFLAGE, WHICH IS WHY THEY'VE RESORTED TO USING TREE BRANCHES AND STRAW (laughs) TO CONCEAL TANKS AND OTHER ARMORED VEHICLES. OKAY, SO, USING FOREST CAMO, USING FOUND MATERIALS DOESN'T SOUND THAT BAD. CAN WE SEE WHAT THAT LOOKS LIKE? WHERE... (laughs) WHERE DID THE TRUCKS GO? ALL I SEE IS A BEAUTIFUL MANICURED HEDGE. THAT LOOKS LIKE THOSE TRUCKS GOT A GROUPON FOR HAIR PLUGS. <laughs> MAYBE THEY'RE NOT DONE. IS THERE ANY WAY THEY CAN MAKE THE CAMO MORE CONVINCING? THERE YOU GO. THERE IT IS. SO. SO. TEEK DATE.
1: THANK YOU
0: VERY MUCH. SO, UH, THOSE, UH, TRUCKS ARE, UH, GOT tr- TWIGS ON THE TOP. OTHER RUSSIAN UNITS HAVE TRIED HIDING THEIR VEHICLES WITH FESTIVE GARLANDS. THOSE <laughs> TANKS LOOKED LIKE THEY WERE DECORATED BY A DIVORCED DAD WHO FORGOT ABOUT CHRISTMAS. <laughs> UH, THEY RAN OUT OF TREES, BUT THEY HAD THESE LEFTOVER BRANCHES, AND, UH, HEY, uh, SANTA GOT YOU A HALF A BOTTLE OF HUGO BOSS cologne <laughs> AND AN IPHONE 6 CHARGER. <laughs> NOW, RUSSIAN TROOPS ARE ALSO... ARE ALSO TRYING TO CAMOUFLAGE THEIR TANKS WITH SWATHES OF CARPETING. NOW, I'M NO MILITARY EXPERT, BUT I BELIEVE IF YOU WANT TO CAMOUFLAGE A TANK, MAYBE DISGUISE IT AS SOMETHING THAT MOVES. <laughs> THERE IS NOTHING TO SEE. HERE IS NORMAL PILE OF carpet SLOWLY RUMBLING DOWN THE STREETS. <laughs> OF COURSE, IF YOU NEED CARPETING TO HIDE YOUR TANK, YOU'VE GOT TO CALL THE EXPERTS AT... RUSSIAN EMPIRE CARPETING, 800 588 WAR CRIMES, <laughs> TODAY. THERE'S AN UPDATE. <laughs> NATIONAL 2-9-THOUSAND. <two, 9>, <laughs> THOUSAND. THERE'S AN UPDATE uh, FROM ONE OF THE FIRST AND MOST DRAMATIC STORIES OUT OF UKRAINE. YOU'LL REMEMBER, RIGHT AT THE START OF THE INVASION, there was a Ukrainian military unit protecting a place called Snake Island. And the soldiers, a small group of them who were guarding the island, were told by a Russian warship that cruised up to surrender immediately, and this is how one of those soldiers answered. <laughs> that that was so ballsy. That was THAT WAS SO COURAGEOUS THAT IT BECAME A BATTLE CRY FOR ALL THE UKRAINIAN PEOPLE AND THE UKRAINIAN GOVERNMENT, AND THIS IS ABSOLUTELY TRUE, ACTUALLY ISSUED A COMMEMORATIVE STAMP FEATURING THAT SOLDIER (laughs) FLIPPING THE NATIONAL BIRD. Mm, mm, mm. WHAT? Mm, WHAT? (laughs) GIVEN WHAT RUSSIA HAS DONE TO UKRAINE, I HOPE THAT'S A go (laughs) YOURSELF FOREVER STAMP. (laughs) BEST OF ALL, it IT NEVER LOSES VALUE. Never loses. God. Best of all, it turns out those brave soldiers who originally thought were killed survived, and last week they were freed in a prisoner swap. The Russians traded them for a minor league shortstop <laughs> and potato. <laughs> now, now uh, they're back home. Ukraine has awarded the potty mouthed hero with a medal for his service. Yes, he has. Good for him. THAT'S THE LEAST YOU CAN DO. Yeah. Yes. HE HAS RECEIVED THE PRESTIGIOUS PURPLE FINGER. <laughs> OF COURSE, THE ENTIRE WORLD IS PUNISHING RUSSIAN OLIGARCHS WITH SANCTIONS AND SEIZURES, AND I'LL CATCH YOU UP IN THE LATEST INSTALLMENT OF MY J.D. POWER AND ASSOCIATES AWARD-WINNING SERIES, YAT-GOT-COT JACKPOT. <laughs> On today's episode, a $49 million Russian superyacht has been detained by U.K. officials near London. Okay, that's good. One small thing. For a month now, we've been hearing stories about $120 million superyachts, $580 million superyachts, even $600 million superyachts. $49 million? (laughs) That's a superyacht. That's at best a mega dinghy. At this point, you might as well christen it the SS Kirkland signature blend. <laughs> it's not a super yacht. A super yacht. Fairly qualifies. A super yacht. Fairly qualifies. Super, super yacht has another yacht inside of it. The ship was nabbed and was in town for the super yacht award ceremony. Of course, at the super yacht award ceremony, categories include best boat, biggest best boat boy. RICHEST, BEST, BIG, STRONG BOATMAN, AND SMALLEST PENIS. (laughs) ONE. ALL OF THEM. THEY ALL WIN. EVERYBODY GETS ONE OF THOSE. IT'S LIKE A PARTICIPATION (laughs) TROPHY. (laughs) OH, AND, uh, HEY, RUSSIAN OLIGARCHS, HERE'S A PRO TIP. IF YOU DON'T WANT TO SEE YOUR BIG BOAT ON yakak hot, ha JACKPOT, YOU MIGHT WANT TO LIMIT YOUR GUEST LIST, BECAUSE RUSSIAN OLIGARCHS KEEP GETTING SCREWED OVER BY YACHT SELFIES, Mostly taken by eager passengers like a stepdaughter, an ex-wife, or in one case an escort. Oh, that is rough. Trapped by a thirst trap. You know what? They should just hide the location of the boat better. Have the Russian oligarchs considered covering their yachts with carpet and loose pine branches? Because you can't what? You can't? You can't you can't see me? <laughs> yeah, you, you GOT there? Uh, LET'S SEE. NOT EVERYONE, OF COURSE, OUT THERE IS STANDING UP FOR UKRAINE. TAKE FORMER PRESIDENT, THE NOTORIOUS (laughs) BIGOT. YESTERDAY, HE HAD AN INTERVIEW ON, AND I (laughs) thee NOT, THE JUST THE NEWS TELEVISION SHOW ON THE REAL AMERICA'S VOICE NETWORK. THE RIGHT-WING NEWS OUTLETS THAT OUR FORMER PRESIDENT HAS BEEN REDUCED TO APPEARING ON SOUND LIKE THEY WERE NAMED WITH MAGNETIC POETRY. OKAY, SIR, YOUR NEXT INTERVIEW IS GOING TO BE WITH Eagle Freedom Truth Gun Muscle Jesus Gazette. <laughs> quality, pe- quality people over there. Take those, Tony. Take those. Down. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, uh, during the interview, the former president called on Vladimir Putin to release dirt on Hunter Biden. Damn! He's asking for Russian help through the TV again? Does this man have no shame? And I withdraw the question. <laughs> As usual, his timing is impeccable. He reminded the world that Putin is his buddy at the exact moment that everyone realizes that his buddy is actual Hitler. This is worse than last year when Jello re signed Bill Cosby to announce their new flavor, Out on a Technicality Orange. <laughs> Here's. It's qua- I oh. bet it's delicious. I probably. I bet head head. it's delicious. It's not. It's not the Jell-O's fault. <laughs> here's. Uh, here's the stupid. The former president alleges that the Bidens got 3.5 million dollars from the mayor of Moscow's wife, but neither he nor anyone has any evidence. Instead, he simply told the host, "I would think Putin would know the answer to that." I THINK HE SHOULD RELEASE IT. IT'S GENERALLY FROWNED UPON FOR U.S. PRESIDENTS, CURRENT OR FORMER, TO SOLICIT OUR MURDEROUS, MORTAL ENEMIES FOR DIRT ON THEIR POLITICAL RIVALS. I MEAN, EVER SINCE REAGAN SAID THIS. MR. GORBACHEV, TEAR DOWN WALTER MONDALE'S KIDS. I CAN'T BELIEVE THE GIPPER DID THAT. I CAN'T BELIEVE THE GIPPER DID THAT. IT'S HISTORY. CAN'T BELIEVE IT. Speaking of right wing weirdos, uh, there's some splashback uh, to the story from North Carolina Congressman and haunted Jack in the Box, Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> Recently, uh, Cawthorn made uh, some extraordinary claims that his Republican colleagues in Congress are orgy frequenting degenerates with a fondness for hard drugs. Given the average age of the GOP, I assume they're snorting Boniva. <laughs> MY FEMUR IS HARDER THAN A DIAMOND! I'LL FILIBUSTER ANYTHING THAT MOVES! (laughs) Cawthorne said it was uh, these people, the the, the cocaine orgy people, were people he looked up to. But so far, he hasn't named any names. However, on Monday, on this show, I floated this theory. The strangely folksy nature of sexual get-together means he must be talking about the famed Republican flesh pit, Chuck Grassley's ass jamboree. Now, as of this taping, Senator Grassley has not denied our allegation. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Is that correct? Have we reached out? Have we reached around? No? Well, then I will ask him now. I WILL ASK HIM NOW OFFICIALLY, SENATOR, DO YOU IN FACT HOLD AN ANNUAL ASS JAMBOREE? SIR, AT LONG LAST, DO YOU BACK IT UP LIKE A TONKA TRUCK? (laughs) THE AMERICAN PEOPLE HAVE THE RIGHT TO KNOW. Because HERE'S THE THING, THE GOP RANK AND FILE ARE NOW RESPONDING TO Cawthorn's COMMENTS, AND THEY ARE NOT HAPPY. REPRESENTATIVE DAN CRENSHAW OF TEXAS SAID, IT DOES PAINT THE PICTURE HERE THAT ISN'T ACCURATE. THANK GOD, BECAUSE THAT PICTURE IS TOO AWFUL TO BE REAL. (laughs) I've interviewed 80 members of Congress, and I have sex with two and a half of them. (laughs) Not at the same time, of course. I'm not in the GOP. (laughs) One person, one person who clearly wasn't invited to the big tent party, was Louis Gohmert of Texas, who said, "I haven't seen those parties, so I need to find out more about it before (laughs) I comment, because that just seems rather bizarre." Okay. He doesn't know about this. That has to, that's got me doubting Cawthorn's story. Because you're telling me congressional orgies are happening and Louis Gohmert isn't a first-round draft pick. <laughs> Come on. I hear, I hear the carpet, I hear the carpet matches the scalp. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Up next,
2: Cybergasm. <laughs>
0: Lewis. two two delightful young performers on the show tonight. Elle Fanning is going to yeah. be here on the show tonight, and from *Sonic the Hedgehog* to Sonic himself, Ben Schwartz is going to be Schwartz. here tonight. Sure, now, Ooh. yeah. Now, I understand that uh, John has been out so far this week because he's out there prepping for the Grammys. And Joe and NEGA are out in Los Angeles. Are they also uh, prepping for the Grammys? What are they doing? I think they're in Vegas, and I think they're actually going to help John carry the awards. He's nominated for 11. Oh, so that's right. So they're. It's, it's, a, it's a load, you know. It's like Grammy Caddies. They're. They're Grammy Sherpas. They're Grand Grammy Sherpas. Sherpas to help yeah, them get yeah. all of it home. There you go. <laughs> well, I understand you have uh, uh, someone very special joining us tonight. On we the do. My gosh, we have one of the most profoundly influential guitarists of our generation, my dear friend, Isaiah Sharkey on the guitar. Isaiah. Thank you for being here. Good to see you. Folks... <laughs> I LOVE TECHNOLOGY AND ROBOTS, IS WHAT I KEEP SAYING ON NATIONAL TELEVISION, SO THAT WHEN THE MACHINES RISE UP, THEY WILL SPARE ME. <laughs> AND I'LL TELL YOU ALL ABOUT THE LATEST GIZMOS AND jigs IN MY ARTIFICIALLY INTELLIGENT SEGMENT. Cyborgasm. <laughs> I have to say it, I have to say cyborgasm at some point. No, we'll talk later, we'll talk later. First up on cyborgasm, scientists working on robots that can convey human emotions have created Nicola, a robot with a realistic face. Finally answering the question: what would Caillou's expression be right before he <laughs> strangles you? THE ROBOT WAS DESIGNED BY RICKIN' GUARDIAN ROBOT PROJECT, AND IT CAN SUCCESSFULLY CONVEY SIX BASIC EMOTIONS. SO, MORE THAN VIN DIESEL, (laughs) THE VERY SIMILAR, VERY SIMILAR. THE EMOTIONS THAT NICOLA CAN EXPRESS ARE HAPPINESS, SADNESS, FEAR, ANGER, SURPRISE, AND DISGUST. Otherwise known as the full emotional cycle of eating at Papa John's. (laughs) In space tech news, Chinese researchers have announced that a large robotic snake of unprecedented strength, flexibility, and lifespan has been built to explore space. Thank you, China. TAKES A VERY SPECIAL WORLDVIEW TO LOOK AT A SNAKE AND THINK, I WISH THAT WAS BIGGER, STRONGER, AND COULD NEVER DIE. (laughs) IN DESCRIBING THE PROJECT, THE CHINESE SCIENTIST SAID THAT THE ROBOTIC TENTACLE COULD CRUSH A SMALL SATELLITE LIKE A PYTHON STRANGLES ITS PREY, BUT THAT CHINA DOES NOT PLAN TO USE IT AS A WEAPON. (laughs) REALLY? THAT'S A LOT OF DETAIL ABOUT SOMETHING YOU'RE NOT GOING TO DO, CHINA. That's like a realtor saying, this place has a great basement for shackling unsuspected homebuyers to a radiator, <laughs> but I do not plan to do that. Anyway, why don't you head on down the stairs and take a look? The light switch is at the bottom. <laughs> Next up on the Seagasm, guilt-ridden dog owners rejoice rocky is a new robot companion for your pooch when you're away. Rocky is a smartphone-controlled robot that allows you to interact with your pets from anywhere that is also a $250
1: treat dispenser. Take a look. You just gotta push two buttons on the side here, and the top comes off. And as you can see, there are 15 chambers for loading treats into.
0: And if you want to simulate the effect of what a dog is gonna do to that robot, SIMPLY ROLL A DOG TREAT INSIDE $250. (laughs) NEXT UP, IN THE CYBORGASM PIT, GET READY FOR THE FIRST REMOTE CONTROL STORE ON WHEELS, WHICH WILL BE SO CONVENIENT FOR FLORIDIANS, NOW THE JAMBA JUICE CAN GET HIGH AND CRASH INTO YOU. (laughs) THE STORE... (laughs) THAT IS THE laughter OF RECOGNITION. THE STORE ON WHEELS IS A ROBOT THAT CAN SELL A VARIED INVENTORY. CHOCOLATES, AirPods, KNEE SOCKS. <laughs> PERFECT IF YOU'RE SHOPPING FOR THREE PEOPLE, BUT ONLY LIKE TWO OF THEM. <laughs> AND FINALLY, WHITE CASTLE IS GOING TO HIRE 100 ROBOTS TO FLIP BURGERS. OKAY, GREAT, ONE QUIBBLE. HOW EXACTLY DOES ONE HIRE A ROBOT? <laughs> THIS IS AN IMPRESSIVE RÉSUME. IT SAYS HERE, YOU'RE A MACHINE BUILT FOR THE SINGULAR PURPOSE OF DOING THIS ONE JOB. I'M SORRY, WE'RE LOOKING FOR SOMEONE WITH A BACHELOR'S DEGREE. (laughs) THE ROBOT IN QUESTION IS THIS LONG-ARMED THING, AND ITS NAME IS FLIPPY 2, WHICH, OF COURSE, RAISES THE TROUBLE IN QUESTION. What happened to Flippy (laughs) One? Was it murder? (laughs) Probably just broke or something. Probably, it's probably not (laughs) murder. Flippy Two's maker released a statement saying Flippy Two alleviates the pain points that come with back-of-house roles at quick service restaurants and allows for the redeployment of team members to focus on creating memorable moments for customers. (laughs) I promise you, every time I have eaten at a White Castle. I would have paid money to forget it.
2: Coming up, El Fanny. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Ladies and
0: gentlemen, welcome back to The Late Show. Folks, my first guest tonight is an actor you know from Maleficent and The Great. She now stars in The Girl from Plainville.
1: We've been talking and your father and I think you should see the doctor again. Why? It's just, it feels a little too similar to last time.
2: It's not true. The sulking, the yelling. I'm
1: grieving,
2: Mom.
0: Remember
1: how much better you felt after? It could help. We could prescribe you some new meds. I'm taking the pills.
2: What else do you want me to do?
1: You could talk to me. You could talk to your dad
2: wouldn't get it.
0: Please welcome to the late show Elle Fanning. Hi. Nice to meet you. Thanks it's for coming so nice on. Nice to meet
2: you. I'm so excited. There's so many people here. I'm like double decker situation. I know. <laughs> Fun.
0: I know. Has it been a while since you've been in front of a of a big crowd? It has,
2: really. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been to New York in like three years. My sister lived here for seven years, almost eight. So, um, but I haven't been back in a
0: long time. It's a lovely place. You should visit more. Yeah. WE'D LOVE To have you. <laughs> yeah. And by we, I mean New York.
2: Yeah. In general, like <laughs> New York.
0: Recently, you honored. I want to know about this photograph. Here you are, seeming to have a great time with an absolute giant, Francis Ford Coppola. He's receiving this Hollywood. Walk of Fame star. Yes, you were there. You gave one of the speeches to honor him. I did. Is that nerve-wracking to speak in front of Francis Ford Coppola, the guy changed cinema?
2: Extreme nerve-wracking is an uh, understatement. Um, yeah, I was there, and his um, his sister Talia also did um, mm-hmm. presented it to him as well, and it was, I mean, yeah, it's like, what do you say for the you know the greatest of all? All time, like he is the Godfather <laughs> in cinema, you know. Um, so yes, it was very nerve-wracking, but I, I am fortunate to kind of be very close with the family, and I, I do have love him. Have you been in one of his films? I have. Yes, I was in a film. I was in Sofia's film, his daughter's film, mm-hmm. called Somewhere, when I was 11. And then um, he asked me to be in one of his films called Twix, and I got to stay with him in Napa Valley, and we filmed on his vineyard. And that it sounds
0: lovely. Very,
2: very special. Yeah, it's very special.
0: The girl from uh, Plainville okay, yes. is, on, is on Hulu. You mm-hmm. play Michelle Carter, yes. who was convicted of um, involuntary manslaughter in, was it 2017? Something yes. like that? Yeah. And then That's because 20. she basically helped coerce her boyfriend, boyfriend yeah. into taking his own life. Yes. How do you prepare for a role like that? It's not exactly, a, you know, you can't do a ride along for that. No. What is it? Hey, did you meet her?
2: No, I did not meet her, but I, you know, I think that this case was a very ripped-from-the-headlines case. Incredibly dark story. Incredibly dark, um, and ended in, you know, the the most tragic way that it could. So I think, you know, coming into it, I wanted to, you know, we had to be, I had to make sure that everyone involved was really, like, telling the story in a, in a sensitive way, because I think it... COULD BE VERY EASY TO EXPLOIT OR SENSATIONALIZE A STORY LIKE THIS. Mm-hmm. BUT I THINK THE WAY THAT THE MEDIA KIND OF... THEY REALLY PAINTED A VERY ONE-DIMENSIONAL WAY OF THIS STORY. IT WAS, um, YOU KNOW, MICHELLE WAS KIND OF THIS BLACK WIDOW MANIPULATOR AND CONRAD WAS HER VICTIM AND HE VERY MUCH WAS A VICTIM IN the SITUATION, BUT ALSO HE WAS PAINTED VERY ONE-DIMENSIONALLY. YOU KNOW, WE DIDN'T GET TO KNOW ABOUT THE YOUNG MAN THAT HE WAS. AND SO WE WANTED TO... Really, hopefully, with this show, kind of shine a light on, you know, mental health and how technology and is affecting young people these days. I mean, I you
0: supposedly know, connecting people, but it actually can make people feel hopeless and alone. Completely,
2: yeah, and that kind of false intimacy. You know, it's like, I mean, I'm an actor, so I live in like fantasy all the time. But I, our show really plays with that blurred reality between, um, or that kind of blurred in between of like reality and fantasy. And it's so easy to get lost in the fantasy when. It's all over text. Their relationship, they only met a handful of times, like four times. So, ev- right, yeah, everything was over the text.
0: So, here, here you are. This is a, have you played a real person before?
2: Not like this, not who's someone who's um, so um, is, alive this still. This is
0: you on this side. I had to ask, actually, at oh, first. This is you. Well, that's
1: good. <laughs> and this
0: is Michelle on this side. Oh. What was it like to go through that transformation, and why do you think it's important to sort of capture that look?
2: That was really specific. I mean, I think a lot of people were aware of those paparazzi photos of her coming in and out of court, mm-hmm. and I had seen those. And um, she has such a specific, you know, the eyebrows and the and the, and the hair. And um, my Erin and Jules were the hair and makeup team that um, helped transform me. Which was, yeah, it was like two two and a half hours every day, and um, that was just a small portion. I, I, that look, she kind of changes her look throughout it because it spans seven years. So. That was, it was eerie to look at yourself in the mirror, you know, and and Mirren was our costume designer and she actually back searched the internet to find the exact courtroom clothes that she wore. So it was like, from like Chico's and Ann Taylor and like everything was literally the same clothes that she Mm. had worn.
0: We have to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, I will ask Elle if there's a real person she'd really like to play. (laughs) about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, we're here with L. Fanning. Is there, is there a real world person that you'd like to play that you haven't?
2: Um, I've always thought Grace Kelly, but that's like my dream. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be an
0: amazing story. Yeah, it would. Yeah, has no. anyone? I don't know if anyone's ever played Grace Kelly. I think is Nicole
2: there... Kidman did. Okay. Yes, in something, um, and she's someone that I um, I've worked with too, and I've playing loved. Nicole
0: Kidman would be fun too.
2: Very fun. That would be great. <laughs> I think she would like it. I'd have to get her approval. That would—that's a good one. Who do you yeah, think I'm could, tall. we tall. Who
0: do you think could play you? Maybe Dakota.
2: Yeah, I know. You know, I've, people have asked me this. Yeah, Dakota. That would yeah, yeah, be good. Yeah. Be good. that good. That probably makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> makes sense.
0: People have asked you who would play you.
2: They have. Someone has asked me that before. It's wow. a really interesting question. Who would play you?
0: Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Kyle McLaughlin with, really with a wig. That was really cool. With a wig, yeah. Well no, I thought, like thought about it a lot. I thought about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um you also star in in The Great yes, as Kathleen the Hooloo Great, Choo. which yeah. is such a fantastic. Oh, thank you. Fantastic, really thank funny you. and dark in its own way. Yes, totally. Is that is the what how do you feel about switching between drama and especially something this serious and this dark, and yeah. something like the broad comedy of no,
2: It's such a difference. Well, I only had two weeks in between both projects, so I went from the second season of The Great and then had to go and film The Girl from Plainville, which was really, like, was a shock to the system. I like to shock my system in that way, but I'd never done comedy before before The Great. Um, so I, you know, the second season, you get in the groove of it, but, you know, I had to learn to, like, embarrass myself, like, feel, You have to, I, I felt like I, I, the people around me, I feel very safe. On that show i love them nicholas holt
0: but so you had to like learn had to do, you, do you have any ways that you get used to embarrassing yourself because i know some people like will do yep. things specifically to embarrass themselves to get over that feeling of not what because we, yeah. we human beings normally don't want to be embarrassed
2: of, of course not i know i think i'm a very like i have like an animated face like i like make a lot of faces and stuff so i had to learn like okay just let that out like just don't be, in, you can't be, when you're working, like you can't be vain or like thinking about how you look, you know, in, when you're playing a character. Like you can't do that. So it's like, just go for it, whatever. <laughs> so that was something that, yeah, I don't know, I, I do with Catherine. Makes sense? Yeah. <laughs> Makes know. sense? Makes sense. Yes. <laughs>
0: well, it was so lovely to meet you. Nice Thank you for being you. here. Thank you. The girl from Plainville is streaming now on Hulu. It's Elle Fanning, everybody.
2: Up next, Ben Shorts. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to
0: Morning Footy. My next guest is an Emmy Award-winning actor and comedian you know from Parks and Recreation, House of Lies, and his improv special, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. He now stars in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Please welcome to The
1: Late Show, Ben Schwartz. Stephen, I was going to do a bit, and uh, I was going to say a standing ovation, but they really did it. I was going to do a bit, and then you could cut to the crowd, and everybody was like... But they were, you guys are very, very kind. People like their
0: Ben Schwartz. They're very. (laughs) Yes, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, This is the first time that uh, I've interviewed you. You've been on uh, the first time you've been on the show, and you're
1: crushing it so far.
0: Thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much. Well, hey, listen. Right now we're we're pitching a perfect game. This is the last inning. One of us is going to mess up. I'm not going to tell you who. We pre-planned this. There's going to be one fumble in this interview. But I heard today that this. Well, this is our first interview. This is not your first time in the Ed Sullivan Theater.
0: No. Can you explain that photograph right there?
1: I tell the people. Don't know Who's, why you're laughing. I don't understand why people are laughing. Whose desk is that? This is uh, David Letterman. Uh, I was a page at the Late Show with David Letterman. Are there pages here somewhere in in the Ooh. audience or no? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Pages. Do not cut to them. Do not cut to them. <laughs> they didn't deserve it. Do not cut away. No. THAT'S SO RUDE! You you think? Yeah. A YEAR AND A HALF, AND THEY NEVER CUT TO ME WHEN I WAS A PAGE. SO HOW DID YOU GET... I WANT TO GO with THIS PHOTO. Ago. ARE
0: YOU... HOW OLD ARE YOU IN THIS PHOTO, AND DID YOU GET THIS PAGE JOB AS A PRESENT FOR YOUR BAR MITZVAH? WHAT IS... <laughs> uh, how, yes. did you get the, HOW DID YOU that GET... THAT IS this? ACTUALLY
1: MY BAR MITZVAH. THE THEME WAS THE LATE SHOW WITH DAVID LETTERMAN. Uh, HOW everyone, DID YOU GET A JOB AS A PAGE HERE? I ACTUALLY CAME DOWN WITH MY FRIEND NICK, AND WE'RE LIKE YOUNG RIGHT AFTER COLLEGE, so WE'RE LIKE, where do, WHERE DO YOU GET JOBS? So WE GO, MTV. And we went to MTV with a bag full of resumes. Did not get a job immediately. We were walking up Broadway, and one of the pages. Because the offices
0: are right down there at
1: uh, in the Times Square. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 We're walking up, and one of the pages goes, "Do you want to be in the attendance for Late Show David Letterman?" Like like, an audience member. That's exactly right. Like you. Like everybody here. (laughs) Like everybody here. Um, and I said, "I would love to, I would love to do what you do." And they go, "Well, you would need a resume." And I went into my backpack and I had I gave them 20 resumes, and then I interviewed, and then I got to be a page. That was it. Wow, yeah. Wow. So
0: You have such kind eyes. So I have kind eyes. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's see
0: if we can fix that. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> Um, LET'S TALK ABOUT SONIC THE HEDGEHOG HERE FOR A SECOND. THAT'S HOW YOU'RE GOING TO BE NOT KIND? <laughs> YES, I'M GOING TO SEGUE WITH ABSOLUTELY NO REGARD FOR THE LAST THING YOU WERE TALKING ABOUT.
1: FANTASTIC. Uh,
0: why, YOU'RE A SONIC.
1: I AM. Okay, I play SONIC THE
0: HEDGEHOG. IS THERE SOMETHING ABOUT YOU? WHY DO YOU THINK YOU WERE ca- CAST AS SONIC THE HEDGEHOG? Is
1: I- ARE YOU SOMETHING hedgehog in ABOUT YOU? OH, THAT'S A GREAT QUESTION. I THINK I HAVE A LOT OF ENERGY. Um, I have a lot of quills that come out of my body. No, uh, I have a lot of energy. That's very kind to clap for that. Thank you very much. Thank you're very kind. YES. Um, uh, I have a lot of energy. I like the idea of Sonic being like a kid, so I kind of brought that heart and energy and comedy into it. That's mm-hmm. kind of like my version of Sonic. Do you have a version of Sonic if you were going to do it? I am not familiar with the story. Oh, okay. You don't know who Sonic the Hedgehog he's is? He's a hedgehog. Yeah, of course. You nailed and it. He's very fast. So I'm going to give you a
0: line. And he's very fast. This is great. I okay. can't wait
1: for this. So I'm okay. going to be Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's in the movie. He plays Dr. Robotnik. It was The first one, too. And you've, of course, seen the first one. Of course. Of course. I actually, I've seen the play. Oh, the play is amazing. (laughs) And by the way, the play is unbelievable. And it's based off the podcast, which is already a hit. Right. Very dark. Very dark. But you found, you found, I found the lightness. This. We found yeah. the lightness in it. Do yes. you mind if you give us Sonic? I would love to. I know, listen, we're both improvisers. This sure, is something I know you're from Chicago. Let me
0: get my animals fine.
1: Okay, tell me when you're ready. Got it. Wow. Ready? Okay, I'm gonna play Dr. Robotnik, Kay. and I know you know a lot of the catchphrases, so say, sure. the, say the most famous Sonic catchphrase. You got it. There's clearly one. Sure. Steven, you're my guy. Here yep, we go. Here we go. No fumbles yet, battle nope, thousand. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. Sonic What are you doing here? So you don't like cheese now? (laughs) Wow! Wow!
0: One of the catchphrases. So you
1: have seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I was just so you don't like cheese now. Right. We actually have a
0: clip here. I'm not sure. Are you
1: doing that line? We've we've
0: Show it again. Uh, Show it in replay.
1: So slow mo for the commercial break. That'd be great. Now, the, what's what's happening here? And don't forget to say the words Idris Elba. Okay. So what's happening here is Idris Elba is very sexy, and oh, we're something about cheese now. <laughs> what? I, I assume that this clip is. Who gonna... does he play? Who does he play in this? You know what? We can say it at the same time. Ready. One, two, three. Knuckles. knuckles. You did know. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It wasn't written down. That was great.
0: Not everything I say is written down. This is amazing. I know. I know this must be shattering your illusions, but not every word I say is is written
1: down. There's one more. There's one more famous character in this. There's one more famous. I'm really impressed, Stephen. Really? Yeah, for real. Thanks. Um, Because I know if if I come in here, if I come in here with like Lord of the Rings, I know that there's there's nobody uh, unmatched for Lord of the Rings. And I know that if I come in here with, like, Star Wars... (laughs) If I come in here with Star Wars, you're gonna win, right? But Sonic... You might win, because you're friends with J.J. Abrams. We're both friends with... (laughs) We're both friends with J.J. Abrams, okay? And the third character... You know what's so funny? And this is embarrassing, because I'm such a fan of late night. I collect the mugs anytime I'm on a show, and you've broken it for the rest of the (laughs) time. Come on, remember this bit?
0: Great. You can have WCCO Television. It's a CBS <laughs> affiliate. You can have that one. Finally. That one. Finally. Oh. I wish we had time for the clip. This one. Um, oh,
1: no. Paramount's going to kill me. What? No, they can't kill you. You're oh, Sonic. Oh, I AM You're Sonic. You're Sonic. And what's the. got to get cheeses all around the corner. What? <laughs> um, uh, but that was the clip, and you guys saw it. AND It was great. Idris ALBA'S in there, as as Knuckles, and Colleen plays the other major character. And you know it. If you hit this, I will. I will no. I will no joke. I can't even tell you, Stephen. You're so busy. There's no way you can know this. There's no way you can. And it's not on the prompter. And this is a big swing. We've had a. We've had a great time here tonight. We have. We've had a. Great we sure time have. Time. We've had a great time here. <laughs> we have had an absolute great time here tonight. WE'VE HAD AN ABSOLUTE GREAT TIME HERE TONIGHT. <laughs> YEAH. AND THERE'S ONLY ONE WAY. WHAT IS, is THE THING? THERE'S ONLY ONE WAY. THERE'S yes. ONLY ONE WAY TO... THERE'S ONE MORE CHARACTER, SONIC THE HEDGEHOG. I PLAY SONIC. KNUCKLES IS PLAYED BY Idris. COLLEEN PLAYS A FOX, AND then IF YOU GET THIS, I WILL BE... I CAN'T EVEN TELL YOU HOW EXCITED I WILL BE. THAT FOX'S NAME IS... TAILS. <laughs> OH, MY GOD!
0: Sonic the Hedgehog 2 opens in theaters on Friday, April 8th. It's Ben Schwartz, everybody. He's a page.
2: This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 1135, 1035 Central, on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Sick of being upsold at gyms?